Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to Docky Sweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and a docuseries. Yes, but through our own lens, which can be, you know, restful and and chipper and bright, and also can be sleepy and tired and lethargic. But at the end of the day, hopefully mildly sweet. Hello. Hi. 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 We are talking 90 Day Fiance. This is season 10, episode 8. If anyone objects to this union, please stand up and say, <laughs> Please say, um, no, no, don't get married. If, I, I'm going to be like, if anyone objects to this union, well, you fucking should have said something before, shouldn't you have? Yeah, before they because paid for this here. wedding. Yeah, yeah, they're all here. They're, they're up here now. It's been too, it's too late. If too anyone late. objects to this union, well, it's too late. So go home, go home bitter and mm-hmm. your rest of your life miserable and lonely because you, you, you wasted it. You wasted your opportunity to get the one, one of these people will be out of your lives for the rest of your life. So I also want to say one thing. Great. Just so he can get his sausage to explode. That was the quote of this episode for me. Mm. Just so he can get his sausage to explode. I've literally never heard that statement or that turn of phrase. And I like it. Hey, babe, do you want me to get your sausage to explode? I could help you explode your sausage, babe. Yeah, you just sound like, a, you know, a cockney wench, you know, talking to a sailor, honey. You know, oh, like, okay, I can do cockney. Oi! I can help your sausage explode. <laughs> God. Yeah, it was a good blowed. You know, it was good. Um, so basically, Rob the Knob is upset, honey. It's like the next day, he's like in his little courtyard area. You know, he's trying to text Sophie and she's not texting back. Just like things like, wish you would talk to me. Mm-hmm. I wish you would just let me in. I wish you would let me say something. Yeah. You know, which is like basically, obviously, what had happened was she had a dream that he cheated on her. That she looked through his phone and then found some wanker videos of him, like I forget she said seven months ago or seventeen months ago, like sending to some girl where she like also videoed himself masturbating, and so she knew that like he said that. She didn't say that. He said the videos were so old. He's like, I don't even care about that. And I'm like, you're so narcissistic to even even think that it matters whether or not you care about it. Yes, great She's point. the one who fucking is upset. So it doesn't matter whether or not you care about the videos or you care yes. about the girl or you care about it. It's about her Yes, and her feelings and what she cares about. Oh my God, I hate him so much. Yeah, he's he's dumb. But Sophie's in a rental, you know, she calls her mom. Now, this mom mom phone call is great and also indicative of the fact that no, she is not come for money at all. This is like definitely a cockney mom trying to be cool mom where she wants to like be best friends with her daughter, you know, and every way she talks to her is kind of like, Oh my god, Allegri can't breathe. Tell me everything. You know, and her, she had gotten a text from Sophie and then Sophie has to be like, well, I had a dream, one of my dreams, mom. You know, I have the magical dreams like Joseph that makes a technicolor dream coat where they come true all the time. So I had a dream that he had cheated on me and then I looked at the phone and guess what, mom? He had, he had sent wanker videos. And I mean, the mom is like, oh, he made it all about him. He always does. And right when I was trying to make him Right when I had gotten to the point where I believed that he loved you, he does these. Don't believe those tears, those crocodile tears. You never can believe men. I mean, she goes right into like the innkeeper at in Lemez, honey. I mean, it is like master of the house. I mean, this is like I lived for this. Like this is also astute, though. So the mom does be like, "Well, Sophie, this is not 
a conversation where you've saying that you boarded a plane coming back to me real fast. So obviously you're not going to leave him, you know? And yeah, Sophie is like, I still love him, you know? Like, I don't know why I said love like that, you know, but like his little girl, like I, she can't leave. She very much says that she wants it to work out. All she wants him to do is just talk her into it kind of right. Well, Mm -hmm. to me this is more sweeney todd it's the it's attend the chair it's like meat pies get your meat pies it's very like sweena she's that she's that lady she's helen the bottom carter if you watch the movie mm. i can't remember the the lady's name angela lansbury she, yeah if you if you know that one but she you know she's that lady yeah i hate this storyline i hate them together i don't <laughs> like rob like i just i can't get into them because he's so stupid and it's such a loser and it is awful. But that line of he wanted to make his sausage explode really got to me. I came back and wrote it down. I took hardly any notes of this season. I um, of the scene. Yeah. Her hair is awful in this. It's just like if she could just get someone to help her slick it down and, and just like give it a good like a brush, you need like a thick brushled brush to like really get it down and get it straight and then add those bobby pins to it. I think it would it would make me feel a little better. Now, Gino and Jasmine. Girl, what did you think? Because I thought that Jasmine really, really held her own when it came to that family coming at her because she gave it right back to them in equal measure. I and I thought it, it was re I thought it was really, really smart of her. So yeah. she he's downstairs and he's like, Jasmine, where are you? And it, you know, producers make it seem like she's barely even gotten out of the shower when he says this. He fully got his coat on. And she's barely brushing her hair. Now, uh, she's getting ready to go. She's putting on lotion because, you know, it's dry, dry, dry. But for whatever reason, he hasn't told her that she should wear tights. She should wear something to cover them bare legs. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, but she has a sweater dress on and she's very dressed, very conservative because she's around his family and she can't have her tits and ass out. Yeah, but honey, she is not in the mood, you know? Mm -hmm. She's not in the mood. She's got a meeting in the ladies' room where she puts uh -oh, on lotion and she uh -oh. puts on a conservative dress. She'll be back real soon. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. But you get to this place and, you know, everyone's like, oh my God, Jasmine, hi. And she's like, oh, hi, bitches, hi, hi, bitches, hi. She's like, look at them. They're all animals and they're all trying to be nice to me because that is how you get your prey. You cozy up to your prey, make them think that you're so safe. And then you pounce. I know them. I hate their family. They hate me. She's just like, I hate these fucking people so much and they hate me even fucking more. They think I'm a gold digger, blah, 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 blah. But in this scene, it is a lot of like huggy, kissy, kiss, kiss, kiss. But she is cordial to them. And mm -hmm. he is so worried that she isn't going to be. Mm -hmm. And she's like, baby, if they do something to me, you know, I got to go. So mm -hmm. you better watch your peoples. And I like the fact that she was, that she came in all smiles and she's like, hello. And she's, you know, really good at it. Uh, but she knows she messed up. So she's like, I'm going to put on a happy face. And she's like, the weather is a very good indication of how I feel sad and gloomy. <gasps> so like Tennessee Williams play, honey. I mean, you know, it really sets a mood. Yeah. And the mood is she's not in the mood. Okay. Go on. Now, I don't know what bocce ball is. I'm going to tell you right now that I 100% did not think it was Italian. I, and that's what they, he makes it seem like it is. Like it's an originally an Italian game. I thought that it was Japanese because it's bocce. To me, I thought like, that's Japanese and I'm stupid. Because I also thought that hollandaise sauce was from Holland. Which I learned, I just learned every, learned something new. I learned that in 90 Day Fiance when, you know, Julio, Julio wouldn't go to Holland with what's her face. So <laughs> yeah, honey, T-I-L, today I learned, you know, but yeah, <laughs> I, I also learned the word centini, which means uh, to a hundred years, you know, which I like that they, they, they give her a toast to a hundred years, but yeah, bocce ball happens, which basically you roll a queen ball out and then you guys got to like get all the other balls as close to that as possible without hitting queen ball and you can hit the other balls out of the way and she's really good at it and she's hitting all the balls out of the way you know she's great so after this fun exciting challenging game gino says you know real he's like she's a true italiano you know i just like okay hilarious then you know gino has a moment where he tells them the bad thing to tell them to mm -hmm. the thing that you that you absolutely should not tell them when they're meeting her for the first time they don't think she's a gold digger and you want things to go right you know i wouldn't it seems like right so this has to be fake Come on. 
I feel like it it does, but he also didn't say it was for butt surgery. He said it was for a cosmetic procedure. And so I but thought he, he didn't was- say surgery. He could have if he was like, look, a medical procedure, then at least he could have hidden it as being like, well, she was going to get five, four, four thousand for a dress, but she needed, you know, emergency appendectomy. <laughs> yes, yes. But he was, but he still wanted to let them know that she's making poor choices. So to me, mm-hmm. I was like, he could have said it was a thousand dollars. It's like, I was trying to figure out a way he could have done it because I felt like he was trying to protect her in a certain way, but then that wouldn't be the drama. And then the one like nephew, Anthony was like, you're spending his money. Like he just came out of the gate with it. Yeah. And you should be grateful when that came out. Jasmine was like, well, thank you for speaking. I feel that he should be grateful because I gave up everything to move here and be with him. And Gino's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then the other person is like, what are you going to bring to the America, to America? What's talent and skill? And it's like, when people ask that question, I'm like, this country is so fucking, fucking big. It's so goddamn big from sea to shining sea that, amber waves of grain and purple mountains magistry to ask what one big tittied ugly ass bootied big lipped panamanian is gonna do for the united states is such a fucking crazy ass question but she's like i'm an educated woman who had my own car and job and money and everything back where I came from. So I bring a lot and I can offer a lot to this country. And I thought, Hey, come on for president Jasmine for president. She answered all those questions very well. And then the prenup question came and she was like, and then, then that person got her. Cause he was like, I had to sign a prenup and she didn't have nothing to say to that because it's true. If someone there is like, I'm an American, she's an American, and I had to sign a prenup because it just provides safety and blah, blah, blah. And that's where we stop. And she was like, I am being attacked. And Gino just sat his ass there and didn't say shit. And she had to speak for herself. And I'm really glad her English is good enough so that she could speak for herself. And she didn't get angry at them. She just brought it back to them in the same manner. And then the cousin was like, Gino's ugly. Gino is ugly. Yeah, yeah. And I don't see why she would ever want to be with him. So that's why we don't trust his motives. And I said, wow. Wow, y'all said that man is ugly on national motherfucking TV. The most watched show in the goddamn America. Y'all said that that nigga, that. From sea to shining sea, they heard it, wah. Chris, they said he's ugly. I know. Chris, that is, that's fucking wild. They said he's not the best looking guy. Wow. And that's not even true. Like, Gino was a handsome man. (laughs) (laughs) We lost (laughs) Wah. That's so mean, Chris. No, I know, I know, I know it's mean. I know it's mean. But that's why it's like so interesting. Well, you know, when they're like, what are you gonna do? She's like, what am I gonna do? Give hope to this man. I look at you know this man is like be be the apple of this man's eye. What yeah. are you talking about? What I'm gonna do? I'm gonna the American what I'm gonna contribute to the America is to fuck this person, yes. your cousin. He's ugly, he doesn't have any money. Money fucking weird he wears a hat everywhere he goes like they he can't ever play poker the next scene is lol like so yeah basically after this whatever she's driving home with him in the car and her phone she loses her phone she has to like get her phone and whether this is fake i kind of love it which is him being like oh well just wait until we come to a complete stop if you want or can you you can get it now and of course she puts her long hand down there and honey she (laughs) finds a lip gloss okay finds it and she's like gino what is this and gino looks like this nothing i don't know gino does gino yeah eyes open blink eyes open blink and jasmine doesn't have to 
but she does say another word. She screams for the rest. But in that moment, she sees that he not only knows whose it is, knows when it happened, and knows he's caught. All three at once. <laughs> what? Right? It's, it's Chris. Chris. What? Like, how long has that shit been down there? Like, she pulls it out, and I'm pretty sure there's like fucking dirt and hair and all manner of particles all over it. Because he's like, that shit is lost now. Like, how dirty is that car? He's like, you know how long I've had this car. I'm like, you, you never got it cleaned. You, you never, never ever. Cleaned it? You didn't even clean that car before she... Oh, Lord, out of mercy. That shit is wild. That lip gloss was in the recesses of the front passenger seat. What does that car smell like, Wa? I don't know, Chris. Stop think about it, Wa. No, you better think about it right now, Wa. You better think Cheetos. about it. Cheetos. Cheetos. No, okay. Fritos. Fritos. Original. <laughs> Fritos original. Fritos, Cheetos, and Toes. The corn chips. Corn nuts. Oh, this corn nuts like in the the oh. where the chair like goes back and forth it has like a metal kind of mm-hmm. like gear mm-hmm. and in that gear is a corn nut uh-huh yeah mm-hmm. so she loses her goddamn mind and she's just like take me back to panama <gasps> i can't be away you i want to go home. i don't have my passport i'm like where is it <laughs> It's a house with Coco? Yo, you're just, you was just a co-worker. People have co-workers. And you're dating a co-worker? With our co-workers. <laughs> no, it was a totally normal American thing. I'm getting upset. Yes, I'm getting upset. You're getting upset. So, I guess. I, yeah, what a great scene. So, she's really upset, and then we'll see what happens there. I wonder if she'll go back, Wa. Do you think that's the end of it for them? uh what do you think i think um i think we're they're gonna get back together and we're gonna have more scenes like this no she won't lose her mind like this again right um yeah well she's not gonna accuse him of cheating though right um no okay good now you can sleep well (laughs) do you want to move on to Mm -hmm. god we have a lot clayton and the scammer yeah okay listen what Anna Lee thinks that she fucking walks on water. Okay. Okay. Anna Lee Mm -hmm. knows that Clayton should be grateful to breathe the same air she breathes. And Anna Lee is the most plain faced basic of the basic, most Peruvian basic Bettys that Bettys had ever bettied. (laughs) She. She is playing the fuck out of Clayton, or she is just the most unaffectionate, unemotional person you she unapproachable person we've ever met. Okay, so then we start off the scene where he's getting ready for her, kind of because you know this is how you know. Okay, Chris. Chris okay, okay, okay. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. You know, sometimes. Okay, let me tell you. Okay, you know how sometimes you yes. go to people's house, people's you go to someone's home. And you think to yourself, oh, they don't either A, know what clean is, B, Uh know that their house is dirty, or C, understand that when they invite people over, they should clean. You know, you ever ever had that happen where you go to someone's house and you you know that those are one of the three things that are going on? Yes. Okay, so Clayton understands that his house is dirty and he tried to clean it. He tried to do something, but he mm-hmm. couldn't because he doesn't know how to. Mm-hmm. And his mother was unable to help him. Not a help, no help. Yeah, and so he did. Only a hindrance, only mm-hmm. a hindrance. Yeah, he did, he tried. He even like lied to her when she got there. He was like, the kitchen is normally not like this. And I thought to myself, if it's normally not like this, then fucking fix it. Okay, but anyways, I digress. So let me, let's start with the beginning. So he gets, he gets, and he like, he talks about, okay, she's here. Let me like, you know, talk to my mom. Let me show, let me show the audience, like, you know, the t-shirt I got. And it's like this, like the most basic white t-shirt with like a picture on it. And like, you know, I love you to infinity and beyond, you know, Buzz Lightyear or whatever. And then his mother creeps out of the closet. And I, was wondering to myself, why does she have these items right outside of her door to the point where she can't even fully open her door? 
why doesn't she put her bureau or her little nightstand on the other side so that she can fully open her door? You see that space right on the other side? Why doesn't she do that? Why does she put it in a place where she can't open her door fully? So she just like creeps out of there like the Crypt Keeper to come out and tell him how she's learning her Spanish. And Chris, will you please tell us what her Spanish is? Um, Como esta? Oh, that's that's good. It's wrong, but it's good. Okay, what you would say to her, though, is como estas. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. And also, so then- also, mom, don't talk like she's a child toddler. So don't be like, hi, I'm Clayton's mom. You know, she's like, no, I wouldn't do that. No, I'm smart. You know, You're like, okay, okay, girl, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll come back to you when she gets here and we'll see what the Spanish that you come up with. Okay, let's see. And mom's like, okay. Yeah. So many pictures. Wah, 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 wah wanted both these pictures. I want you to know that Wah wanted both these pictures. I was like, do we need both, Wah? She's like, well, they're both so different. And I was like, they're both so different, Wah? And Wah's like, yes, how dare you delete one? And I was like, oh, okay, well, you put it up. And I've been waiting to see. And if you're on Patreon, then you know that Wah was being petty. <laughs> okay. So uh, I was putting up pictures of Clayton's mom, and she's being petty about it. But, you know, we are all petty at a time. So, but listen. One thing about, do you want to say something? Okay, Chris, look at this. This yeah. person could not even, he he has, I know he has enough money to get a two bedroom so that at least the dogs could have their own space. In the- <laughs> so you're telling me that he'll get a two bedroom, keep the mom in the closet, and then one bedroom is his and one bedroom is the animals? Something, Chris, something. Because this, this living room pet center is wild yeah it is wild yes it is yes it is what so there is it okay so this is what's happening obviously he has two fat guinea pigs and it feels like every animal has two cages each animal like i don't understand (laughs) like so the because it should be like one big cage is the guinea pig cage and maybe he maybe you have a crate for each dog too like i don't they have a crate they have a bed then they have a space where they can like a little blanket over that so they can get their nice little sleep at night then there's like a little a little like gate for them so they can like run around but then not going to certain areas and then on that porch is like a whole little garden on that veranda yeah you uh, yes and is that a humidifier is that a humidifier over there or an alexa i'm not quite sure in the corner yeah. the lamp uh-huh she's and obsessed then that's the mom's like dressers this is where all her like underwear are you know what i'm saying and that's her tv okay. i can feel that blanket i can feel the, the <laughs> i can feel the texture of the blanket that's draped upon the cages, you know, and listen, I'll tell you who just walked in her in a brand new cage, Annalise. Yep. She's what like, does it smell like in there. We know. Like dog, dog and guinea pig, whatever that smells and like. Mom. Oh, just and closet just, mom. Just, just, okay, so it's all of it. So, um, and I hate to say that, but at the same time, what hoarder smells good? I mean, I only because I hate to say, but like, if you are a hoarder, I just don't see a world in which you're like, I don't mind if my belongings and the way I live and the surroundings are utter chaos, as long as I'm pristine. You know, like, I don't, you know, I just can't imagine that the attention to detail and meticulous hygienic uh, ways extend to both their body. Depends on the type of hoarder. Some, some, the hoarders that don't have running water, obviously, but some hoarders do have running water. Okay. Maybe that's a thing, but let me just tell you. So, okay. The airport. Um, yeah, the airport is called Bluegrass Airport, which I was very much into. He's like, look, I don't ever buy flowers, people. Like, flowers die and, you know, but I really am happy that she got her ass here. So he brings a flower bouquet that looks almost like what you would have brought to, like, an engagement or, like, anniversary party in the 90s. You know, like, it has the shape that's, like, white and red. It's, like, white and red. I don't know. You It's, like, it's not... It's just like not that kind of like farm fresh or like any sort of like French looking bouquet or any sort of like beautiful. I don't know. There's just there was no there was like a weird thought to it. Uh, But that's just me. So she has been traveling to get there and she pulls up and she's coming down the escalator and we're like, oh, my God, there she is. And he's so happy. And those are the flowers. And she just kind of walks up to him and he just starts crying, crying, yeah. crying. Well, 
he's, he's like he's so happy and yeah. she is mildly okay you know he's he's like <laughs> and she's like oh she's like flowers flower like what is what is it from the from uh bridgerton flowers flowers felicitations and oh. all good stuff what is it <sighs> i only saw the first for only season and i remember it or i remember oh. the I remember this being something that happened all the time for a season. No, it's it was last season. Oh, I didn't watch last season. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I don't know. But uh, she always calls him little one. She's always calling him little one. Oh, you know, you're so small. My baby, my small little baby. Oh, what a small little man, man baby you are. A little, little small one. Pequeño, piquito, pequeño. You know, she's always like, it's interesting. So yeah, he's crying with the gifts. She's like, cool. And then, you know, she later on in confessional, she's like, well, if it doesn't work out here, and if I don't like it around here, uh, I'll eat one of your guinea pigs. And we've already been knowing that she's been eating guinea pigs, and he loves guinea pigs so much, and he's fattened them up for her. You know, he's Hansel and Gretel these guinea pigs to like look to be basically walking steaks in front of her. You know, so she like she's into it. He's like, well, first you have to learn how to cook. Da dun dun. And they're we're supposed to be like, oh, you have such banter. You have such wit about you. Oh, well, it's back and forth. I can see the charm. She gets to the house and she meets the mom. The mom for the first time is like, Te amo. Te amo. And she's like, oh, oh. She can't even say it to his son. You know, she can't even say it to his son, much less her. She is you know? so confused that this lady is telling her to sorrows sorrows prayers that's what queen queen charlotte says when her grandchild has died that is what she says to her son sorrows sorrows prayers moving on this oh. anna lee is a scammer and doesn't give a shit about clayton or she's just really bad at emoting and she's like everything in this house is out of place and unorganized and i knew the mom lived in the closet but i didn't realize that the i thought he just meant it was a small room but it's mm -hmm. an actual closet and that's mm -hmm. crazy because our house in peru is quite large mm -hmm. so i can't be mad at him for this starter home but we are and i expect something bigger and then We're he's moving like on up moving on up to the moving on up well, we don't know where she wants to go she, <laughs> so Somewhere, somewhere better than whatever it is that he's living in Kentucky. Like, <laughs> Tayamo is hilarious. And he's like, the kitchen doesn't normally look like this. And I mean, look at him, what's behind him. That air fryer, those pots and pans, whatever's in the corner. I mean, what used to be in the corner pasta? behind him? The pasta in Tupperware? Like oh, string, what? looks like spaghetti standing up in, oh, in Tupperware. Oh, and the spaghetti holder. Okay, I understand that. Mm. It's just like all manner of chaos that, you know, they live in the smallest apartment. That apartment is too small for a, for two people to live in one bedroom. And the pandas on the bed, the, the suitcase on the bed, it's just... She loves it. I do it for you now. If I see a suitcase on the bed, I'd be like, well, I got to do it for a while, you know? <laughs> it is so much. It's because it's so fucking disgusting. The suitcase has been... In the airport, in the bowels of the plane, on the turn thingies, they've it, it. Folks have been throwing them here and there and everywhere. Like it is wild to me that you would put it in a place that you put your clean body. The same people put their feet on the bed and their shoes. Some people, you know, put the. It's it's a lot of the same. It's just the way you look at things. Like I feel like people. It's the way you're raised. If someone tells you that, like I feel like I don't know. That's how I feel. But I always do. Oh. Okay, so basically, he's like, "Well, here's here's our room," and she again, she's like, "Small room, just like you." Oh Jesus! Jesus. She does it so much, you know, like <laughs> she thinks he's just the littlest, my small man. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he has a weird shower curtain. I noticed like it was kind of like a jungle in there i don't or know duck. what it smelled like i don't duck know duck like yeah it looked like that <laughs> now he's like look i'll tell you one thing about living with my mom doesn't stop me from boning oh no i've had sex with her 10 feet away i just like tell her like it's gonna be like put on some music you know like you know she puts on her what is her music well quickly um, oh jimmy Buffett. uh okay. e the eagles oh yeah hotel smellifornia she just like yeah 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 
Um, uh, I would, I would, I would, maybe she's a big Stevie Nicks fan. She's just like, Rihanna rings like a bell. I don't know, but she plays Dolly Parton. She's a Dolly Parton fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Little Sparrow, you know, no, she's Jolene on repeat, <clears throat> but I like, I like bargain store. It's my favorite. I'm not my favorite, but I love bargain store. My love's like a bargain store. Anyway. So she then comes in from the bathroom and listen, she's not wearing lingerie and I don't know if she's showered because uh, her hair looks dry. So um, she's like, which is hey. wild. <laughs> Think about it. So then she's like, move over. He's like, well, I sleep here. Now he did the thing because he has no room in his room, his room where he pushed his bed all the way to one side. So you can't get in on one side. You know, you have to enter on one side only. And then that person rolls or you, climb over that person so she's like i'm not no you just go and i will be able to sleep right here and if i want to leave i can and not only that i'm using this panda to separate us because i want to sleep well which it's just never i feel like a good sign for a couple to not want to be at least cuddling oh my god not want to have sex a billion i like it's just it's not good if no one wants to cuddle the first night. I mean, anyway, so Wob wrote that panda saves her. <laughs> that panda saves her from that whatever dick. I mean, the dick is not good if she don't want it. <laughs> okay. Nikki and Justin. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, apparently, he doesn't give a shit about her orgasm. Which sucks because many men don't. <laughs> they don't. They don't give a shit. <laughs> They're so rude. You're absolutely right. She's like, we had selfish sex. He rolls over the next day, kind of like, you know, hugs and kisses her. And, you know, there is a certain amount of intimacy and softness in what he's doing. So we know that there's been like something around them. But yes, definitely. We also hear that she is not fully satisfied. And then this whole episode is kind of getting to the bottom of exactly what it is, you know? So that's kind of like what it felt. But I, one thing I get, and I just want to say, I fully get this about Nikki. I know what it's like to feel unwanted and like spurned. And so I love the idea of when I get into a romantic relationship, really feeling viscerally someone's want and need of me you know in a primal way because it assures me that this person is into me and and loud enough that it is it overpowers like my own insecurities so i understand this like blatant want and desire for her for him to validate her in a physical way yeah I mean, I could see that. I, um, have I, mm, yes. I, I lead with sex. So if that doesn't happen first, I'm like, mm, I'm out of this. Uh, we should have sex first so I can see whether this is worth going forward. I believe in that. I believe in making sure that the sex is right. I believe in that. So, yeah. So if that didn't happen, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I can't. I can't. I need to see how big it is, what your stroke is like. And then we can, everything she else wants can scoop. Yeah. Obviously. I need to see what that what that's going to do. Correct. And so, so they sit with the friends and it seems like it's going to be a good time. I don't know. I feel, uh, it feels like I want to go to Moldova, but not really, you know? And so she talks about how she met him for a new time uh met him again she hasn't been there since 2006 or something like that mm. and wow it seems just such a long time ago you know what i mean like 2006 low right jeans like thin skinny eyebrows just like christina and britney are on top you know it's just like a different time you guys just like a yeah, different I time you yes. know i had a mazda 3 i was living in la it's just like a whew, Lindsay lohan is living their best life in america yeah, it's just like real food dailies, like vegans, like budding in LA. You know, okay, anyways. So, and she's in Moldova, which is like, I didn't even know there was a place then. And she says that her voice is different now. Her body is different. And I'm like, well, was she, she was she, so I, I wanted to kind of know more about what she was like then. You know, was she not taking any hormones and 
you know, what was it all like? I just want to know what that looks like. Cause in the picture, she looks very like she's transitioned. She's transitioned already, but, and you know, she'd already had the surgery and whatnot. So I was just kind of curious about that part of her life. But then all of a sudden she starts talking about how she was a prostitute and she was like on drugs and that she would like sleep with men in order to like make money. And I'm like, whoo, when was that? Like, well, that's an interesting story. And like, so what was that timeline? So it's just like a, she was being really vulnerable with herself, with his friends. And I thought that it was quite interesting. And I was starting to see Nikki and she looked better. Yes, she did. It's like the lighting really worked for her. She didn't look as wild and crazy. And I don't know if I'm just getting used to the way she looks or again, if the lighting was, was better for her, this like nightlight, night lighting. And so she ends up taking the female friend to the bar. And they're talking at the bar to see, you know, are all Moldovan men kind of stingy with the sex? And meanwhile, the men at the table are talking about how they enjoy their women to be a little bit more submissive. And then I immediately thought of Andre and Libby. And I was like, Andre can have me on my knees. (sighs) I mean, it's disrespectful to Libby, but like, Mm. I, I get her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, especially be choosing between him or her family. It's like no choice. It's <laughs> not a choice in the world. I'm running off with Andre. I'm jumping on his back and letting him take me into the sunset. Yeah, no. So basically, then we get a lot of information. A lot. Because when Nikki goes to speak with a friend, she's like, you know, yes. Like, what do Moldovan men do? Do they, like, go down on women, you know, because he won't go down on me? And she's like, oh, that's so weird. Yes, they do, you know, basically. And then he's talking to his friends and they're just like, hey, don't want me to be disrespectful, but just like, what's happening downstairs? And he's just like, yeah, no, there's no dick. There's no dick. It's a vagina. And it looks so perfectly like a vagina that I would never know in a billion years. I wouldn't know. It looks just like a vagina. And I wouldn't know, except I'd now know. And that's why I have some issues is basically what happens. But mm-hmm. which is so much information. Now we know it's like, it's you know, what what someone has downstairs and what's happening. But I guess we were supposed to know this information. It's like what the scene's about, you know, it's just always interesting when the scene is about the weird or the nitty gritty details of, of genitalia that we didn't necessarily ask for. And that I sort of have been conditioned not to need to know. It's not the same thing. Like when Gabe was talking about it. Yeah. But it's like, so let's just like, let's just say this was okay. So this was a cisgender couple and the girl was like, he won't go down on me. And we were then talking about her vagina. It was like, he was like, well, I was talking to his friends like, yeah, I just don't, I, it looks like it looks like a good vagina. Like it looks like a normal vagina. I just can't do it. You know, like, you know, it, it would, would that be a weird, that'd be a weird conversation to have. Like, yes. be like we're talking about this. The, the time, the only time in which we've ever talked about a cisgender woman's vagina on this show was Danielle Jabali. And it made the show happen. You know, like it's so shocking to get into the nitty gritty areas and nooks and crannies of the, of a woman's vagina that like to talk about it is like, or the smell or the way it looks is so shocking that like when Muhammad did it to Danielle, like we were all like, well, I guess we're in for this show for the rest of our lives. How are, the labia how are, we, how are we watching it? Is like, looks like sushi, you know, if you want to say like, like, yeah. So yeah. Based, so, but you know, that's what that is. And you know, I don't, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like really, it's really, it's talking about, or we'd be like, Oh, his, he has this really teeny tiny peeny. Can't unhear that. Now I'll forever know that someone has a teeny tiny peeny. They say something like, I feel like we know sometimes if a guy has one ball, like, you know, like, I feel like that's like a thing in pop culture. Like, well, like, we'll just talk about like some guy will just be like, oh, I have one ball. You right. Have you heard about a guy with one ball? Only on Sex and the City. Okay. Like maybe I'm like, what are, what are the times in which we nonchalantly just talk about nitty gritty details of, of, of vaginas and penises to people's faces and about people that we know and love. Like that's another thing. It's just so interesting. So, but let's move on, shall we, to Devin and Nick, honey. It's the showdown of showdowns over Korean barbecue, honey. And give me some oh galbi. Give me God. it right now. Give galbi. me it right now. And give she just me. needs. I. She should be embarrassed of herself. I was embarrassed for her. Were you not embarrassed for her? No. Oh my God! Are you kidding me? The moment she started crying, I was like, "Shut up." The first thing I seen of her is like, oh, you look pretty. You're prettier. Yeah. You're skinnier. You're skinnier yeah. and prettier than we thought you'd be. You're so skinny and yeah. pretty. I mean, everything is so like, ugh, you know, like I feel bad for her. I feel so, this is like a, you know, the mom is like, hair is done. Hair is laid. She has a mustard blazer on, you know, like 
Devin and I love her so much. Like it looks like she does not know what a brush is. Like she looks like she uses a thingamabop, like Ariel, like maybe it's a fork and she runs it through like one part of her hair, one strand, maybe gets like mildly detangled. Devin, I love you. Like hair combing isn't for you, but you know, she also sits her down. makeup choice, that like what liner makeup? that she puts down here and then that color that she puts right here, Chris, I don't get it. It's like she just takes the liner, she goes down and then yes. she puts like a pink or some kind of like coral below it. I, I, it's a choice and it's the wrong choice. I'm going to tell you this as like a makeup person from what I also know. If you have very downturned eyes or you have hooded eyes, sometimes if you think you're following up the thing, when you actually look at it, it looks like it went down sometimes. Like mm -hmm. you have to, if you have, you know, you really, it's, it's an, um, it's an annoying thing to have to learn your, not only your eye shape, but how to apply eyeliner so that when you put it on, it actually looks like how you want it to look, you know, or, and, or doing something. It looks like she, God bless, is just like this part I put there, I put it there. And then like, as the day goes, it's like, well, I thought she was doing it on purpose, which. Uh -huh. And that's fine, but I think the color, is she, I think that she's doing it wrong. I just think that whatever she's going for is not giving the effect she wants. She needs to give me a little, she needs to give me a little divot up here to kind of make it work. It's just not working. Um, I get that. But yeah, I feel like they were being complimentary. I mean, in their own like kind of backwards way by saying she looks better in person than she did in, in pictures. And then he also needs to learn how to better translate because he's not good, you know? So they're like, hey, what do you, what, how's it different in, in, you know, Korea than Circe? And she's like, there's, it's, you know, bigger and it's more stuff. And he's like, there's more stuff. And I'm like, why don't you just say like, oh, the, the buildings are bigger and it's a big city. It's a bigger city. And then they get to Korean barbecue and it looks like, oh, this is a great place and just so much authentic food. And I'm so happy for her. She gets to eat it. And she's just overwhelmed with the questions. And the mother's like, I'm going to be sad. They're going, I mean, and then I, there is just food, just it. Just he's like hops, hops, hops. He's just like I can't stand him eating. The last time I saw him, them eating, I was grossed out, and now I is gross too. <laughs> yeah, the mom's like wipe her mouth. She has lipstick on her mouth, you know. Like she wipes her mouth. He has the cutest little knees with like you know like hairs and pigtails, just like. Now it gets a little awkward because they're like, have her speak some Korean, you know? And he's like, speak some Korean. She's like, no. Now this is where I'm going to tell you this. When you meet someone's family, whatever they ask, I don't care if you don't want to do it. You look and you smile and you do it yes. because this little girl with these pigtails isn't expecting you to like recite a whole goddamn thing. Uh. But she is expecting you to look at and just be like, oh no, I don't know any Korean. So forgive mm -hmm. me, but Come Bugagi. Mm -hmm. You like the Bugagi? Bugagi? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and the daughter would be like, yeah, you know, and by the way, yum. You know, like it's the yummiest food. You could just talk about the food. You know, it's mm -hmm. why people, why it is important for people to come together and break bread. So mm -hmm. by the way, in this table, mm -hmm. they have a drawer that comes out and they bring the utensils up. My God, I'm obsessed with it. But yeah, the mom is basically like, look, it's, we, we're going to miss you. Like, you know, and awesome. he, he tells that to her and then she just loses her shit. She's and like the sister sees it first, she's like, is she crying? Mm -hmm. And then he's like, are you crying? And she's trying desperately not to cry. Now this is like at a table where everyone's saying you are so close, you know, like I, there's nothing worse than not wanting to cry. And yet the tears flow, you know, mm -hmm. like, oh God, <laughs> there's nothing more frustrating. I feel like it's very frustrating when it happens. Like, I feel like it's like, if you don't want anyone to see me and I'm just like embarrassed, it's just like, if I'm mad, which is not the situation, if I'm mad, I feel like it takes away my power, my strength. But like there's it happened. This is so dumb. I saw like a just a children's play. Like it was called Cindy and the Disco Ball, like recently. Like, no one should cry over this play. Like no one else is crying or whatever. Like, I don't know where I was in my life, but I just sat down, honey. And they were like at the basically this is what I cried about. So like Cindy, well, I know Cinderella, right? Cinderella has the same thing. So Cinderella loses her shoe by the the play, they have to like find the shoe. She sings a song how like she's like the shoe's gonna fit but i was always i was always special just because in this moment you see that i'm special i've been always special okay well <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm so I, sorry i'm so sorry <laughs> i i whale okay no. like no i mean i mean like it's coming down so much that i but can't, you're like, like 
I can't bat it away enough, you know. You didn't wail though, right? No, I didn't make. I didn't. Okay. I, I no, I didn't. But but I mean, my dad is sitting next to me, and like my friends are sitting next to me, and like tears. It looks so crazy. It looks like who has harmed you? Like I live a <laughs> great your dad life. Say? Did he look at you? Was he just like <laughs> the hell? He did, he wanted to pretend he didn't know me. Like shit to the other side. He's like I don't know her. Uh, and I'm like <laughs> I have your face, motherfucker. Yeah, of course you do. So um, but it's basically I know that. So she does it. So he's like, are you crying? And she's like no no you know she's crying 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 but at the end they hug her and you know like the mom kind of grabs her chin and then he's like low-key those tears helped oh my gosh because she's like i feel bad i'm taking him away from you guys yeah and then the mom was like oh she's sweet she has a heart well you can have him i guess you know but then the mom says the thing that we've never heard anyone say of anyone on this show we have never heard what this person says which is my son has always done well so i trust his decision (laughs) you know who doesn't say that gino's family yeah you know who has never said that not anyone on this show Mm -hmm. yeah they're like i don't trust him you don't know what you're doing and uh i'm trying to save you yeah, this mom's like, you know what? We didn't think that the Australian thing was going to work out, but he fucking loves Australia, like won't come back. But this one, I mean, what is he going to come back now? Probably not. I mean, this one's nice. She feels like she has a sensitivity about her, you know, and I don't know. She's going to she... be respectful. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's all they can ask for, and that's all they got. All right. Okay, Ashley and Manuel. Nee, 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 nee. It absolutely opens with the morning music. And I was just like, what a weird choice. Yeah, what a weird choice. You know, like, is it because you just were like, we need something there, honey, that absolutely has no rights. I mean, just like public domain, just put in something, you know, like. Yeah, I was like, is this a, it felt like I was going to watch Looking for Wabbits. It was very much that. It was like whatever that McFuddle or whatever its name is, Looking for Wascally Wabbits, because that was a very much a Looney Tunes sound. Anyways. So they're in the bedroom and she's like putting on lipstick and he's sitting in the bed shirtless, just like not giving a fuck in his pajamas. And she's like, mi amor, mi vida, and la 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 la. And then all of a sudden a producer's like, just out of the blue, Ashley, wait a minute. Fucking record scratch. What is happening right now? Because just an hour ago, you guys were fucking pissed at each other. And my thought is, what happened an hour ago? Did the crew go for lunch? What ha- like why was the crew there and then not there and then now there again? And she's like, "Oh, we had sex." And then it was just like, "Yeah." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, they got it. They had a fight which the crew is not telling us about at all, so we don't even have that scene. It's somewhere yeah, on why- the cutting room floor." That is an easy flashback just to give us a moment of what that looked like. To be, because, <laughs> because instead, you're breaking the fourth wall by having this producer say this, which is weird. Yes. And then they just like had, and she's like, listen, there's sex magic. And all you have to do mm-hmm. is just really intently think of the thing that you want while you are orgasming. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, who can, who can do that? I am trying to just make sure the orgasm happens. If I even veer off for a second, it's it's gone. You really got to time it right, I guess. Yeah, because, so, you know, yeah, like if you are suddenly like, oh, my God, he's making me feel, or this person's making me feel so good. This person's making me feel so good. And Lotto, Lotto, I love a Lotto. I love a Lotto. Is this such a weird? <laughs> That's weird. Or, yeah, just again, like, oh, he's touching the right spot. Oh, money, 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 money. I want a promotion. Yeah. At work. <laughs> I hope I get a promotion at work. I'll talk to my boss. He'll say yes. Yes. No, I can't do that. Like, no, no, no. It doesn't seem like viable at all. It doesn't seem like a right option to do that. And so she's like, sex magic. It's in everything. It's like we can manifest because everything we do in life is our manifestation. And I was like, oh, my God, you manifestation. So anyways, so we find out that they're going to go to a therapist. And Manuel is like, they're not going to fucking change who I am. Okay. I am awesome the way I am. And no one's changing shit about me. Wait, wait, wait. First, they go to the bar and meet all her friends. Oh, yeah. Sorry. It's okay. They, um, so yeah, like after she's been purring, honey, after they've been boning, honey, she like brings them to meet all her friends at some witchy bar. It's called the Spirit Room. And then her friends are like, hey, what's happening? Some of them speak Spanish, you know, like he is, you know, he, 
Manuel has always been very much giving us this. Look, I do what I got to do, but I have my life and you shouldn't ask me too many questions. That is his like MO. And like, that feels incredibly shifty, right? Like that's a shifty feeling. Like it feels like you should be together. They're like, are you going to get married? Do you want to have kids? He's like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. 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 Like everything is like, if it happens, happens. Like it's his vibe is an F boy. Now, Ashley has made this decision. And again, Ashley, for all the, you know, like intuitive, spiritual, witchy stuff going on again, it makes us feel like where are the pers- people telling you like, where are your spirit guides to be like, bad choice, bad choice, you know, become. so then they go to a therapist. Well, take it. Yeah, they go to a therapist and the therapist is bilingual and she works with K-1 visa clients often Mm -hmm. um, to try to work through some communication issues. And so they get there and she's telling Manuel like, hey, when you shut down, when you completely ignore her, it upsets her. And he's like, and it makes me happy. And it makes Ashley livid. And he's just like, listen, I'm not here for this mumbo jumbo. Okay, I don't care that you're a witch and I don't care that she's trying to get us to talk about our feelings. I don't care. (laughs) Like, and they, Ashley's mad. She says, livid isn't the word. She's infuriated. And they end up leaving the space. And he's talking about he's going to walk home, which is so dumb. It's like, where do you think you are? You're not walking anywhere. But yeah, I I mean, the interrogation with her friend, at some point he like kind of shuts down because they are like telling him all these things. And this is what this is something that is really hard for Americans to kind of get through their brain. And this is something, cause it was hard for me. Like when I tried to, to date Guatemala Bay, there is just fundamentally some things that are so different with cultures, especially cultures where therapy and talking about your feelings and like medication for, you know, mental illness and things like that are just so far away from a, what people understand, what they can even afford, what they have access to, like things like that. And to talk to them about these things and expect people to change behaviors because of communication and things like that is, is wild. You can't, you can't get people to change that kind of, especially if they come from like little towns and little and isolated places. Like it's just not, it's just not, it's not something that's going to happen. And so you gotta be open. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not going to happen. And so Mm -hmm she's actually going to continue to beat herself upside the head or bang her head against a wall until Manuel gets to a place where he finds value in communicating to her. He feels that it is completely normal for him to have his own private life and keep his own secrets. Mm-hmm. And so she's never going to get that openness from him that she desires. Yeah. You know, absolutely. But her tote bag was awfully cute. So I'll give it to you, Ashley. Oh, that's a cute tote bag. He needs privacy and she wants, uh, she wants everything. So it's a classic conflict, but we have come to the end of this journey. We thank you so much for spending any time with us at all. If you haven't yet, consider giving us five stars wherever you listen to podcasts and maybe a comment or two. You can also follow us on the social medias. We are at DocuSweeties on Instagram, at DocuSweeties on TikTok, at DocuSweeties1 on X slash Twitter. And we also have a Facebook group. It's called the DocuSweeties Podcast Facebook group. Now, this whole time we've been putting up pictures. And if you want to see them or the fact that Juan and I are in matching shirts i mean just for the we're in matching shirts okay that's just neither here nor there but but <laughs> what it is what it's what's what actually happens so what is okay yes so you can join us on patreon.com slash docusweeties for only ten dollars a month you get it live every first monday of the month as well as exclusive content that we don't add to the free feed and you get the visuals of what you're listening to right now and so join us over here if you would like to girls you know like or boys or whomever and you know people people and everybody, join us. $10 a month. DocuSweeties. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, uh, so, yeah. Anyways, join us. Anyways, guys, we'll talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>